Hail and well met, listeners. I'm your Dungeon Master, Nick, broadcasting live from the Underdark. We've brought several brave souls down here under completely normal circumstances to compete for the right to see the sun again. <laughs> Ugh, get that mic out of my face. I'm fighting a mushroom right now. I'm Declan fucking Quinn. To be honest, we don't know how many are going to make it. So a tune right in every other week for Mirth, Sin, and Fire Season 1 against the Underdark. In our last episode, our heroes are brought across the Great Dark Lake by their Duragar escorts to the pebbled beach of a giant stalactite. There, they encounter a strange and paranoid woman who threatens them with a crossbow and the threat of many traps. Declan, using every ounce of his charm and clumsiness, talks the woman down from any hasty or violent actions, convincing her to follow the group as they travel to the trading post of Mantle Dareth, and from there to the surface. The Durgar Stone Guard lead the party through a secret entrance into the trading post, where they find not the sounds of city life, but rather of a massive and brutal combat. The Stone Guard leap into action, our heroes following more cautiously behind. On the streets of Mantle Dareth are three distinct groups. In one, a number of Durgar, in their enlarged form, assaulting the doorway to a stronghold as several other normal-sized Durgar drag a dark gnome away. The other two groups, a trio of drow and a group of humans, engage in a prolonged battle. Brittany spots another drow, not associated with the attackers, and strikes up a conversation. This scarred nonconformist, named Zilch, seems to seek only distance from the drow society that has shunned him. Brittany invites him to join the group. Meanwhile, Eric and Declan make exceedingly short work of the drow assaulting the humans. The humans, on edge and under considerable stress, meet our heroes and ask them to come into the human stronghold to have parley with their leader. The group agrees, but must leave Zilch outside as Drow are not welcome. Leaving Zilch with their new paranoid human female companion, who identifies herself simply as Reese, Brittany, Eric, and Declan go to speak with the leader of the human contingent within Mantle Dareth. And I'll just walk into the tent. <laughs> <laughs> So he's not. So there is a tent. There is a large tent there, but it is filled with scorched holes. Some of the poles are cut down. There are tears in the cloth everywhere, and there's nobody in it as you pass oh. by. He's leading you to another set of large stone doors. Oh, okay, I'll go to those. Sorry. Yeah. He knocks. <laughs> Thing slides open. He whispers. Doors are open, and you're led inside. It's like a hundred foot high cavern filled with small metal sheds. And inside you hear the groans of several wounded people. And over in the corner, you actually see a beholder sitting there nursing the place where two of its eye stocks should have been. So there are people going about trying to do medicine stuff, but he leads you to this very finely dressed dude whose clothes are in tatters. There's blood all over him. He's kind of cleaning blood off of a scimitar. Flicks it off. All right, all right. What is, what is, what is this? More people I have to deal with. What, what do you need? This is not a good time. We're trying to find out why it's not a good time. Maybe we can help. I would appreciate that. Before we go any further, Declan, you're going to notice sprawled out on one of the cots, 
and missing an entire leg and part of the lower torso associated with it is one of your uncles. Mm. He's one of the fun uncles, but nobody's really nice to you since you're kind of a screw-up, but he's still one of the fun uncles. Does he look lucid? Uh, somewhat, yeah. Actually, he looks pretty livid, is the word I would use. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> his, his, yeah, this is Uncle Yarrow, by the way. Gazrum goes in to explain. Yarrow, dear, uh, have you been to Mental Dareth before? No. Not consciously, no. Hmm. Well, let me educate you. There are four parties in control here. There are the Zintaran, there are the Drow, the Dwergar, and the Zverf Neblin. Alright? Bless you. You know, I feel like I'm, I recognize you from somewhere. And that sense of humor. I can't place it. Anyway, there are four. Us four factions have agreed to kind of a trade deal. We all negotiate under certain terms here in Mental Dareth and keep the peace and have a pretty good stream of, of money going both ways. On the other side of the trench is the Dwergar and Swerf Neblin camps. And something happened over there today. We are not sure exactly what, but fighting broke out. Almost as soon as that fighting broke out, we were contacted by the emissary from the Drow, who says, uh, nasty woman named Serik, or Serik, something like that. Anyhow, she proposed that perhaps we negotiate terms for a deal. We eliminate the entire either side and other side and run Mantle Dareth for ourselves under our own terms. Should have recognized it to be too good to be true. As soon as we showed up for the meeting, one of her assassins sprung out and attempted to kill our beholder. Lucky we had him, but uh, turned into a massive fight in which many many of us lost limb and life and now we're just trying to find some way to make order out of this chaos be that by eliminating every other party or finding the cause and wiping it out if you want to help us do it great if not, get out of here you're just endangering yourself is there a open pathway to the surface at the moment I believe there is one. There is one on the other side of the trench. I don't know how accessible it is right now. Usually that one is guarded by the, uh, the Sferf Neblin. I feel they're the only ones with good enough intentions or neutral enough to hold such a position. So, so the only way out is past the Dorgar and Sferf Neblins. That would be it, yes. Then it looks like we probably have to go solve a problem. Declan, were you at all going to approach your uncle, or are you listening to Gazroom's stuff? Oh, I'm gonna approach him. I'm just waiting until, until we're done speaking to this fellow. And I'll <laughs> pop over on my way out. Meantime, I'm keeping my back to him, so if he looks over here, he'll be like, Is that him? No, can't be. Maybe? I can't tell from <laughs> Understand, so like, part of my form is just slightly covered up by like a, a post or something. <laughs> Just keeping enough of a stone column between you guys. Uh, anyway, Gazrim doesn't have many other details for you. He just says that if you can find the root cause and at least settle things down here, you'll have earned favor with the Zintarum. Oh, good. Good, excellent, good. 
So what's the quickest way to the other side of the chasm? There are bridges. Beautiful. You simply walk across them. Oh, looks I was like terrified you were going to say catapult. <laughs> no, you have to trebuchet your way over. Will it be the first time? Won't be the last. Probably not the last. <laughs> Same wavelength. <laughs> At this point, he's just sheathed. Gazrim has sheathed his scimitar and has gone and has turned away by, um, to deal with whatever matters his chiefs are asking him about. He's in a bad so. place. And, well, so what do you think? March back across, go see if we can't figure out what's going on. Why not? Oh, sounds like a plan. If you don't mind, I've got something to take care of here real quick. Do you want backup? Oh, no, this is fine. I've got this. Okay. So I'm going to hang around like and back this. him up. <laughs> because it's Declan saying he's got this, so I'm obviously going to back him up. I'd like to... He's approaching a prone figure on a cot who's missing a leg. I'd like to sneak up so I can pop up behind him and, like, look over him, over his head, just, like, pop up, like, over his head looking down on him. <laughs> uh, he's just gonna... You don't even need to. You managed to do that just fine. Pop it's up. murky and gloomy in here. Oh, you That's... look like a hammer shit, Uncle. He just yelps, oh! hey, Declan! Declan, where'd you come from? What you doing down here, you screw up? About? I came from that door. There's only one way in here. I'm not watching it right now. We've got guards and stuff and I'm missing a leg. How did that happen? Boy, I tell you, let me tell you, when you get in a fight and there's any, if there's a beholder anywhere near you, run! I got disintegrated! Run? My first thought would have been pocket sand. You know how many eyes they've got? You got to hit one. He didn't mean to hit me. He's on our side. I'm just saying those things go any which way. All Listen. Right, it's good you're here. It's good you're here. Come, come here. Come here. Come here, boy. Listen, oh, never good. Our family's got interest in this train post, right? If we get an in on this, if we get an in with the Zentarm, we potentially get in on shipping our goods down here to the Underdark or import rare stuff from under here. That's why your family sent me down here. Now listen here. You're going to fix this. I've got my leg gone. And I'm heading back to the surface to get this thing fixed, because there's no one around here who's going to do it. So you need to close this deal. You do whatever Gazrim asks, and you make sure that he knows our family name is right at the forefront of it. I put my hand on his shoulder. I go, Uncle Yarrow, don't worry. I've got this. And this he's just going to groan and face palm. <laughs> reassuring words to come out of Declan's mouth. <laughs> You can consider this matter handled. I'm beginning to regret this already. Oh, don't think like that, Uncle. Think positive thoughts, healing thoughts. Have a nice day. I'll see you later. Oh, just hear him sink back onto his pillow, mutter, "What have I done?" <laughs> I'm gonna bring honor to us all. Just you wait and see. He's <laughs> going to bring honor to the family name. Cue the Mulan song. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Just shaking my head, following along, because damn. <laughs> damn. I've, I've never seen anyone destroy their chances at success so quickly before, but. <laughs> Brittany was waiting by the door. 
looking fabulous. Mm -hmm. Oh, you've gotten looks from everybody you've walked, by the way. Excellent. There is not, like, the eyes have been falling. You can feel them on you. Excellent. As they should be. <laughs> you emerge from the Zentarum Enclave, and Zilch is still waiting there. Reese is at a safe distance away, hiding behind another stalagmite. And as he just, as you come out, he's like, well... What are we to do next, huh? A few minutes more of boredom, I nearly died. We have to go to the sneezy place. The what? The, the sneezy place. The, can you say it? Sounds like someone's sneezing. I just... It's a Sverneflin. Sverneflin. Bless you. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's the kind of humor I need to come to expect. All right. Well, then, shall we be off? It sounds like we've got two... Giants pounding on the door of the Svervneblin Enclave. Actually, it looks like four now, so they should be they should be in there in just a few minutes now. So they're so they're split up over there. They're split up over here. Chaos all around. Can you tell me why the uh, the Drow would have attempted to assassinate the humans during their uh, their their peace meeting? See, uh, that's something I don't understand myself. In this situation, I don't see why the drow have made a deal like this. Any ground they can gain, that's how drow society fits. You can, If you have an opportunity to gain ground, you take it by, by hook or by crook. Assassinating the humans, not a safe bet. They're at full strength right now. Their whole, their whole embassy is here, along with that freaking beholder. I don't see, and I, they didn't send out the whole force of soldiers either. They sent a small party as if they were negotiating. So maybe a third party trying to ruin everything? Very likely. It wouldn't take much if tensions are high. Mm -hmm. I wonder what the Durgar have to say about the situation. Let's see if we can go find any that are shorter and more talky. Mm -hmm. As soon as you cross over into the other market, You'll notice that the only one inhabiting, you notice a small f darting through what were the stalls of the marketplace on this side. Uh, it doesn't look like a Dwergar, it looks like a Svirfneblin. There's a Svirfneblin doubting around between the stalls. Are the stalls empty, emptied? Is there still product in them, or did everything get taken in? Uh, it looks like a lot of products have been scattered. These are mostly Underdark products, so alloys, metals, a few. You do see that there are some gems scattered about that you could collect if you wanted to take the time. Yes. Uh, you know what? Yeah, this is... It has something to spend when we get up above. I'll just scoop a handful or so up and then see if I can catch the Spurf Neblin's eye. <laughs> I've got no shame. I'm scrounging. <laughs> Yeah. Eric, as you're trying to meet this thing's eye, it looks up at you as you're scooping gems, and it just runs at you screaming, Did you find it? Did you find it? It was a gem! It stole it! It was stolen a gem! I was like... <laughs> hey, hey. 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 Hey, Sverfy. Slow your roll. Um... <laughs> Were those even words? You can make a persuasion or intimidation check to try and scare him or persuade him to talk cohesively. <laughs> Alright. I'm going to attempt to persuade. It, 
that doesn't work, I want to try intimidation. Ooh. Ooh. 30-20. Ooh, very nice. Declan's success. <laughs> as soon as you say slow your roll, you just... <sighs> Listen, there was an infi- there was a very important gem. A large black gemstone that was stolen from me. I was hoping to find it here. Did you find it? I'll look at the gems in my hand. Do any of them seem like they matched his description? No, none of them do. Declan and I have either. Nope. I'm sorry, friend. I haven't found your missing gem. When did you? When did you lose it? My master Yenfa gave it to me, and and I I was going to the to the Drow Enclave because. I knew I could trade it for the spell component she would need. She needed to cast invisibility. And, and, I, and as soon as I went there, a gargoyle snatched the gem out of my hands and flew away. And I know she's gonna be so mad. Did you see where the gargoyle went? I've been watching them, but I can't find the one that took the gem. Do you need to urinate? Now that you mention it, yes. There's a big rock there. Go pee behind that. No, he's just dropping trow now. <laughs> no. In the middle of the stall. Behind? <laughs> no, don't you dare. Don't you dare. Oh, oh, you're too late. I can't stop the stream once it started. Where's the gargoyles? intimidate him into, like, his entire into the stream. Like, <laughs> you can totally <laughs> try to intimidate just him. Pinching it off. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to press to a black box over his junk. <laughs> Just a black bar appears. Level 15? <laughs> Intimidation? You just hear a <laughs> Go. I'll go over to the trench. <sighs> that burns. <laughs> Walks over to the edge of the trench and you just hear oh, echoing for a few moments. I'm a lady. No man should ever pee in front of me. Yeah, at this point, the drow, like, just pokes his eye out from his fingers. Just looks. Is he done? He moved. I'm blackboxing. Well, he's still going. Blackboxing the other side because he's standing away from us up against the trench. (laughs) I don't need to see that. I've never asked to see a gnome dong, and I never will. Uh, Sometimes life gives you a freebie or two. Do I see gargoyles anywhere? You can make a perception check. Oh, I certainly can. Well, I thought I could. (laughs) Five. Let's see. You can see that there are six of them perched on various stone ledges over by the drow enclave. Oh. So the drow just thought they'd steal their stone, eh? All those shysty bastards. Unless the gargoyles (laughs) are the third party. Oh gosh, this is complicated. You know Are how gargoyles much... smart? Are they? Anybody is anybody proficient in Arcana? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I never play highly intelligent characters because 
Intelligence. Oh, come on! I rolled a two, so that's a nine. <laughs> well, then. They're not super smart. Uh, you, you'd know that, at, you know, for being proficient in Arcana, you know that gargoyles aren't necessarily the smartest things. No. They have they have minus two intelligence, so. They're about as smart as you. Mm. We're going to have to trade with caution, then. I can, I once again repeat my offer. I can potentially get us into the Drow Enclave. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, let's do that. Okay. Link arms with him. Um, uh, amongst all the things scattered around from the stalls, is there mm -hmm. any significant amount of anything, I don't know, flammable? There are a couple things woven from fibers, various uh, underground creatures, hair. So, rugs, tapestries, uh, all the tents have cloth coverings here, colorful, so somewhat colorful, um, that looks like they were imported from the surface. Eric just gets this happy, wistful look in his eye for a moment. I'm going to go to my happy place for a second and imagine all of it on fire. <laughs> sure, sure, we can I, go over to, uh, to the drow. Just for a moment, I want a chorale of people just... <laughs> As Eric is silhouetted against a burning marketplace. <laughs> you know, you could make that character art, and you and I could could record that. <laughs> Heck, you, that that could be animated pretty easily. Yeah, right, just him standing fire. there, the fire going up. You can smell the stench of of animal hair and web burning. See, now you've made Walker happy. <laughs> I'm just imagining what happens when we come across a thatch salesman. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sell dried hay for a living. <laughs> oh God, it's like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> My batch. <laughs> so yeah, oil and wood the, chips. I'm I'm centered. I'm centered. <laughs> I, I don't have to light this place on fire right now. We're good. Not yet. It's it's on my list of options. All right. So instead of going to the Dwergars for Fnevelin, you decide to cut back over. Uh, approaching the doors, since you are accompanied by uh, by Zilch, the, there are only two guards standing at the doors who are two two female guards. And as they approach, Zilch is just, Ladies, ladies of love, I simply seek an audience with Sirik, the emissary of the drow. Just for a moment, these, these kind people seek to allay the terrors besetting this place. It'll only be a minute, promise. The two of them are just like, you really think that you could just say a few words like that, Caleb, and we'll let you back in? No, 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 you, you got cast out for good reason, okay? Just just stay away. You're lucky we didn't pin you full of air. Seems to be struggling with negotiations here. What seems to be the problem? Both of the drow females kind of take a look. I have been... here was uh, cast out of drow society for stealing, pilfering spell components. High-grade stuff, too. 
Now he's asking for an audience in the chamber where we keep most of our traded goods. Pretty sure we know what he's up to. You're not keeping very good company, huh? All right, just move along. Well, if you don't want your problem solved, I guess we can go. You guys can figure it on your own. No help. Duck we need here. problem solved. Yeah, that's what we do professionally. Problem solvers. Issue, we fix it. But we can see that you guys aren't interested, so we can take our business elsewhere. Uh, you could make a persuasion check. Oh. Uh, 19. Persuasion Both of them. is my lowest stat for, uh, for, for charisma. <laughs> You're better at lying, performing, and intimidating. Yep. Both of them kind of look, whisper to each other, look back at you, and the one inches the door open and slides in. The other one says, all right, stand by. You'll have your meeting. As long as you keep an eye on Zilch and he keeps an eye on you, and you're out within a few minutes, all right? Of course. Sure, sure. Do we have any rope? Rope? Yeah. Um, sure. Why do you ask? Well, we'll just tie Zilch up for this meeting, and that way you can be assured that we're doing our best to keep you safe. From Zilch. See? Problem solved. I can appreciate that kind of thinking. And she's going to reach into her little satchel and she pulls out a small ball of spider cord, it looks like. Just wrap a little length around that, of that around his wrists or something. If you Round need to, bind him to his waist. Too. Um, Declan, why don't you take care of this? You got the fingers for sure. it. Oh, I do. Yeah, this this feels, this stuff feels nasty. It feels like spider webbing. Oh. It's like it's like working with stuff that just constantly wants to stick to your hands, and you go to shake it off, it's still there. You peel it off with the other hand, it's still stuck. But you do manage to finally get his arms wrapped up in it. And then you realize you've wrapped your hand in with his hands. Don't worry, everyone. I'm going to make sure he doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> you just try and run from me now. So yeah, Declan is now, has one hand tied into Zilch's hands. See, we believe in that extra layer of security. Yeah. Can never be too careful. <laughs> the other guard emerges. By the way, Reese has kept a safe distance at this point and doesn't look like she'll be following you into this. Good. You can stay away. That'll help. <laughs> Fine by me. Everybody's like, okay, great. Phew. Thank goodness. That crazy person. I will pick up the stray again on our way out. <laughs> or, or she'll pick us or up not. one or the other. <laughs> so inside is a much lower ceiling cavern, also filled with three iron buildings close to the entrance. The rest is lined with what look like cots and rooms for people. Actually, there are a couple spiders' nests in here as well. There are quite a few drow in here also, Quite a, a, a number of them are in the same state as you saw the humans. Everybody's kind of reeling from whatever this attack is. Uh, one note, while we are in here, I'm going to visibly defer to Brittany. Okay. The woman who approaches you, the female, the female drow who approaches you, looks like she was wearing an absolutely fabulous outfit. She had a high collar made out of... Tra like spiderweb tracery that now has several threads hanging in several different... It looks like she just has a wire frame sticking off her neck now. She had an elegant cloak 
that is now torn to shreds and beautiful layered robes with more of the spiderweb pattern. It all glistens as if it's coated in dew at the moment. It's a shiny outfit that has been absolutely trashed. And she looks very unhappy at seeing Brittany in such a clean, pristine, beautiful state. Immediately you see her just like jealousy levels off the roof. I cannot hide my pleasure. You poor thing. Let me help you with that. And I'm going to press it to take parts of her uh, outfit cleaned and better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't believe what's happened to you. It's so unfair, so unfortunate. And they're trying to frame you for it? Oh, honey. How mm. are you doing? Well, I'm glad to hear somebody talking sense around here. Somebody not a Even if you are an outsider. It's true. They have cast the blame on the drow enclave. I don't understand. One of our own lunged at the beholder as soon as it showed up to the negotiations. Don't even know who she was or where she came from. A traitor on the inside then, huh? Indeed. Do you have her body? No, she disappeared. Mm. I'm not sure where to. She couldn't have gotten far. All of the exits are guarded in this place, and nobody's reported seeing her. Well, you know, I heard a rumor that there was a little gnome who was on his way here to trade for some components for the invisibility spell. If she was able to get her hands on there, on those, she could be anywhere in the area. Do you have any way of seeing invisible people? I might. I thought the only ones we would need to use that on were the Dwergar. Um, I never thought I'd need to use them in here. It is a law that we do not practice magic during negotiations in this area, but I suppose that law has been blown to hell. Are the gargoyles yours? Yes, the gargoyles are our sentries. Because one of the gargoyles, I heard the rumor that it was one of the gargoyles that took the, uh, the stone. The gargoyles are entirely under my command. They do not act without my word. Such order to attack any member of the other race. I can guarantee True. it. You didn't... The gargoyle didn't attack, though. It merely snatched an item. Is there Stealing is it... goods is as good as murder in this area. If we respect these laws, what good are we? Of course. I'm trying to figure out, how many gargoyles do you have? Seven. We only saw six outside, right? Yes. It seems one's missing. Is it possible? Missing? Yes, there were only six outside when we came up. That is odd. Is it possible that someone might have been able to tamper with one and take control over one without you knowing you've had so much on your mind? That would take that would take an incredible amount of power. It's a very high-level spell to dominate a creature I've made fashioned to serve me. Zilch. Zilch, of course. This has him written all over it. You've stolen components from me before. You... I'll have you sacrificed to the spiders. You just wait, you thieving little... This is his... This is him written all over it. He's stolen powerful spell components from me. Of course he could cast a high-level spell like that. That's all for this episode of Mirth, Sin, and Fire. Our cast is Scott as Eric Severin, Walker as Declan Quinn, and Candace as Brittany. I'm Nick, your DM, signing off until next time. Wow. Oh my God. Like, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. 
My staff has put together an amazing portfolio over at thelayeraction.com. So what are you waiting for? Go to thelayeraction.com now.